Hidden Greatness is an online podcast that discusses the hidden power of a subconscious mind and looks at how talented people use it to manifest their conscious reality. The show will feature individuals who have become champions in their respective careers, looking at darker light times in their lives and how they manage to find the strength to navigate their way to greatness. Today, we'll be talking to a very special guest. She is a European indoor 400 meter champion, a 2012 indoor champion. She's won multiple medals at world championships. She's even had a stint on British reality TV show, Dancing on Ice, and a multi-talented athlete who was second on the all-time national rankings. These days, she spends most of her time in Nigeria. It's the lovely Perry Shakes Drayton Edwards. How are you, Perry? I'm very well, thank you. Good, good. Good to see you, Annie. Thank you, thank you. How have you been? I've been good. Um, Are you you enjoying retirement life? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What what is the, like, one thing you're really enjoying? Are you interviewing me now? No, but I've just been curious. I was just curious. You mentioned it in the intro, so I thought, (laughs) let me ask her how she's finding it. Do you know what? I'm not missing being an athlete because... Like the training, oh my word. All them years of doing all them grueling sessions, it's like, do you know what, you know what it is? Remember, see like winter, yeah. See like the winter period between like say November through to March. See me when I get out of bed in the morning when I've had like a heavy workout. You know how long it takes me to get to the bathroom? Like I'm ro- I'm rolling out of bed, the my dogs. knees. Yeah. My, you know I've got dodgy knees anyway. I have that knee. <laughs> my knees, my feet, my Achilles, all of that. It take it takes me a while to get. It always took me a while to get going, especially in the latter years. Probably probably when I moved to four hundred. You know the training's a little mm. bit more intense. Um, so I don't miss the training. I miss the athletes, obviously yourself and everyone else. You know the close friends and all stuff like that. But honestly, like I, I needed my life. Yeah. I needed my life and. I'm very fortunate because I was able to walk away, you know, healthy, happy. I did it on my own terms. When I spoke to athletes who'd retired, um, a lot of them didn't really have a say in how they retired. Mm. You know how we work off like a four-year cycle? Yeah. And most of them, who, most of the people who I spoke to were forced out the sport, so be it injury okay. and, and whatnot, where there's... I made the decision. I did it on my own terms. And I was I was also happy with the fact that, like, I can give myself a pat on the back with what I achieved, you know? Because right, you so. don't remember those yeah. times because we're always going off, like, a year, you know, a year, one, one championship after the next. And I'm just like, nah, I'm done. But I, I enjoyed it. So I enjoyed watching Doha. I didn't feel any, you know, animosity or, you know, that felt like I was missing it. I was just like, no, I'm done. I'm happy. Like, look at everyone. Go. Good job, guys. And stuff like that. Like, I didn't... And, like, the thought of me standing at a 3.50 mark. (laughs) What? (laughs) Or six to eight minutes, 12 minutes? Nah. In that freezing cold. But now I work out. So now I can work out on my own terms. I work out for 59 minutes. Don't ask me why I'm so, like... (laughs) And nothing more. No, 59, 60 minutes, two, three days a week. I've been ice skating. I've been going to yoga. Because uh, everyone always tells me, like, make sure you keep moving. 
because um, you don't want to get you don't want to get old and feel old. Oh yeah. So I'm just like, no, nah, I'm enjoying life. We've been eating, drinking. Yes, enjoying <laughs> Seeing life. Seeing my family, spending time with my loved ones. That's what it's about. Because like you give so much to the sport, and like you don't always get, get to enjoy a lot back, or you don't really see many stuff, many things. So am I glad when I don't know? There you are. All right. Oh gosh. Yes, I do. Is it? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, cool. I thought you were going to tell me I look like crap or something. You're like, what have you done to yourself? No. Far from it, mate. Okay. You look very good. Thank very you. Good. Thank you. Anyway, this is about Sorry. you and you only. Sorry. Tell me and tell the listeners, how did you get into sports? Was it a case of you being like, you know, watching TV? No. Did you, <laughs> did your family force you into it? Did you have a pushy parent? No. Did you participate in other sports? Just tell us, elaborate how, how you So how it. I first got introduced into athletics was through primary school. Um, like, you know, you have your sports days. Mm-hmm. And then um, it was a case of the teacher saw something in me. It was like, oh, Perry should try it across country cool. and stuff. <laughs> I was like, all right then, I'll try it out. Um it was painful. It was grueling. There was like, oh, I would always describe it as like, I say there was always a blood taste when I used oh to cross country. That, athletes will know about that blood taste. Oh, just, it's just like you've taken yourself to some threshold mm-hmm. that is not nice. Um, I didn't necessarily win all my races as a child. However, I enjoyed, you know, the, maybe on my Saturdays and the weekend traveling. Mm-hmm you know, going to do a, a meet or something. But that only happened when I actually joined an athletics group. Okay. So around the age of 11, I joined an athletics group down at Mile End. That's where I met my coach, Chris. And then um, from there, distance running wasn't for me. I figured that out. Distance running wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Let's try some um, field events. Tried the high Fields? jump. Yeah, I tried high jump, you know. Did you? Yeah, but all I could do was this is a kick. Me too. I'm like 125. <laughs> yeah, about that. Yeah, like, yeah, high jump, high jump was never my thing. Never. Ne- I couldn't do a Fosby flop. I think I was too scared. Me too. No, I, you know what? I've not got a gymnastic kind of bone in me. It's not me. So doing all the flips and tricks. Yeah, but didn't you do like, um, uh, like in PA, see like in PA, I used to do like cartwheels and handstands. Didn't you do that like in primary school? Yeah, roly polies. So yeah, I've done all that, but yeah. like, that, no. Nah. I want to know through the splits, Is you it? know, flips. Yeah. Yeah, but I was too scared to do that. So yeah, we tried with the field events and uh, really wasn't my thing. Tried javelin, hit myself in the head, <laughs> javelin. I had to pay leave that alone. That is not for you. So then... I went lower down in distance. Okay. So done 1,500, um, done 1,500 metres, went to um, English schools for that. What English schools did you go to? Oh, mate. One in Sheffield, one in Newcastle. Don't know what year these were. Oh, oh sorry. I'm thinking we're the same age and I'm like, we're not. <laughs> but you, you know, I'm saying... I do you, remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember the one in Sheffield, but I couldn't go. Oh, really? But, yeah, I couldn't go. I was, I was like, yeah, I was ranked like number one. But my my uncle passed away that weekend, so I had to okay. come to London instead. So I was like, mm. yeah, Sheffield, that was devastating. Was Sheffield, yeah, I won. Was that Don Valley? Yeah, <sighs> I missed that stadium. Shout out to Don Valley because that was Don oh. Valley man. Got disqualified. 
doing the 300 meter hurdles. How do you get DQs? Suppose the old boy jumped over somebody else's hurdle. <laughs> you are, How do you do where that? Where you went in or out? Who knows? <laughs> I had no clue. All I know, I was celebrating when I got past, past the line. <laughs> Wait, in the heat or final? Final! In the final? You... <laughs> Imagine, right? Must have been like last year I met the girl who they gave the medal to. I was like, it was you. You took my, my title. Oh, so no. I felt so bad. Because imagine I'd won and I, I was leading. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When you so like I affected the other athlete. It's not like you had to dip someone, out-dip someone. So, yes, we went nowhere down in distance. And then, um, like I said, I'd done the 300 meter hurdles. Because... Mm-hmm. Um, my coach looked at me and said, no, mate, you got the legs to do hurdles. So it took a long, a lot, a long time for mm-hmm. me to like figure out how to hurdle. Still didn't get it right, even in my professional career, but, you know, I had the speed. And um, never looked back since, really, until I had to change distance later down the line. <laughs> Injury. <laughs> Which we will get to. Mm-hmm. So what was it that took you from like a really good junior to like a Elite level, like senior level. Was it like a massive jump, or was the steps to it? Did you have rem- to wait it out? Or? Yeah, I remember. I remember because I think it was around the age of eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris, my coach was so excited that I was turning eighteen because then we could introduce weights. It was the kind of thing. <laughs> yes, okay. We can top up. She can get powerful now. So I must have been about seventeen in Beijing. And how did you do? Finish eighth. Okay, yeah. so you make the final and finish eighth. Yeah. Do you remember what time you ran? Over a minute. Okay. Do you know Over who won it? Yeah. Um, I think Kelly Spencer. Kelly, oh, did you make an athlete? Yes, I think she won it, or a girl called Nicholas, Nicole something from the US. These girls look massive compared to me, though, Annie. At the time, I was a skinny twig going through transformation. <laughs> When you see the pictures of me, even like Chris didn't come with me out to the championships. Mm-hmm. When I got home, he's like, have you been eating? I'm like, um, not really, because I really wasn't fond. I didn't like the food out there. Mm-hmm. It's not the, the Chinese food that you get at your local takeaway. <laughs> this had a funny smell. <laughs> and looked very different. So, you know, I was all about eating pizza. Imagine, as a as an athlete, what are you doing eating pizza before your championships? But that's okay. obviously, that's something that I thought, I need to eat. Mm-hmm. That's something that I'm familiar with. So yeah, finish eighth, but that gave me drive for the next kind of championships. And I got stronger and I was getting older. And from then I just kept making teams. All right. After teams. Which championship was your first one? Your first senior one? 2009 was my first senior. <laughs> oh gosh. Berlin. I just had a flashback, but yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Berlin. Again, we will get to that in a All second. Right. <laughs> Do you know what? Because I was thinking to myself um, when I was sitting down, I think about the questions I wanted to ask you. So I had to think when it was the first time we met. So do you remember Beijing 2008 Olympics? So you was not part of the GB team. Correct. But you were part of the young... Elite athletes, mm-hmm. and there was a group of you who had been out as yes. part of like a futures program with either Sport England or UK Sport, or yeah, because that was Hannah England and Asha Phillip. Was Hannah there as well? Yeah, that was okay. it was the three of us uh, from athletics. Yeah, I know there was a few of you from different sports. Yes, you're right, right? Annika. Yeah. Um, some girls from Taekwondo, yes. or, uh, or and uh, football, Fern Whelan. Okay. From Liverpool. She was she she was their footballer. 
I will well, I can't think, I can see faces, but in terms of names, yeah. Fern, I still follow. Okay, yeah. On Instagram and stuff. But um, I kept contact with her. But yes. And you know who was leading it? Denise Lewis. Oh, was she? She was like, yeah, she was like leading us. She Look kind of that. was trying to give us, give, and she was giving us insight. Okay, Denise. On this trip. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. She was pregnant then. Actually. Oh, was she? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I was thinking back, like that was the first time I met you when we were, I was watching whatever day it was during the championship, we were in the stands and then I turned around and I was like, who are these girls? I was like, I know them from somewhere, but I'm not too sure. And then I was sitting with Christine and maybe Ashley and Ashley had been in your world juniors, right? Okay. Yes. So Ashley was like shouting, Perry, Perry. So then that's when I first met you. Okay. Um, I think I'd met Asha before then, but that was when we first met and oh. I was like, Look at that. And then a year later, we're on teams together. Because when I was sat in the stadium, actually, at, at Beijing in 2008, I remember, um, I just said to myself, because I, I actually, with 2008 Olympics, I'd won the trials, actually. I'd actually beat yes, Tasha, I Tasha, do Tasha remember. Danvers. I do remember. Um, but because I didn't have the qualifying time, yeah. they didn't take me. Then, you know, after that, you try and get the qualifying time, yeah. you're chasing me, you're chasing me. But unfortunately, I didn't get the qualifying time. But then the next best thing was to go out there, a part of this Futures programme, and we're going to kind of give you insight. And I remember I was sitting in the stadium and the seats, and I was just like, never again am I missing out on the championships. That's all it takes, you know. That's what I was just, I was like, nah, this, I want to be yeah. on that on that track. Because I think I was watching a relay, actually. I think I watched the four by one. That's what they got us to watch. Ooh, with the girls. Is that when we got yeah, DQ? Yeah, 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 oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, okay, we're going to detail, but yeah, we move that. on. <laughs> We move on. Um, but yeah, t- tell us about 2009. So that was your first senior championship. So did you win trials 2009 or finish top two? I think I won trials. And then I also went on to Europeans. We had Europeans under 23s that year. Okay. That was before Berlin. Yes. So okay. because, because I won that and ran a ridiculous fast time. I think like Come five on. seconds. Yeah, that, me and Ailey, me and Ailey, yes. child, she, I think she came second. The next thing they said, right, do you want to go to the seniors, <gasps> world, cha- world champs in Berlin? So just, was it in your plan at that point? Or? No, okay. it wasn't at all. But it was like, just for experience. Mm-hmm. Mate, you can't buy experience. You've got to go, and ex- go out there and experience. And they said, we're not expecting much from you. It's <laughs> all right. Because Charming. I'm, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Basically, do what you can. Yeah, you know. yeah. We'll just see how it goes. Um, just be grateful for selection. <laughs> And that's how it kind of went. I think I only went to the semi-finals. Okay. Do you remember who you were competing against? Yes. Um, who took my spot? One uh, Was she Dutch? I can see her face. I'm really not good with some of them names because I can't pronounce them neither. Did you do 4 by 4 as well? No. I, I, I wasn't given... 4 by 4 weren't in the equation. I don't think... No, I didn't... No, you know what happened as well? Hurt my ankle. In the semis? And then maybe that was 2011. No, I just didn't, I just didn't run fast didn't enough. Run. I didn't hurt okay. myself. Yeah. Um, but I didn't, do, I didn't do the relay. Okay. No, so, um, we'll get back to the antics of 2009 World Champs. In a bit. Um, so, 2009, then we have 2010. So, now, off the back of that, you've now um, had your first taste of championship. Um, competition, being in the environment, seeing all these amazing elite athletes. So now we are working towards 2010. So 
Tell us about that year. So 2010 is the Euro- Euros. Europeans. And the, Euro- and the Commonwealth that were in Delhi? Yes. Yeah. Um, so the Europeans were in Barcelona? Yeah. Um. Wow. That year, now that's when I had short hair. That was one thing, yeah. But my hair How is that like the first thing you remember? I remember to be fair, I'm, I'm the same. Listen, like, do I have braids? Hair, was it relaxed or? Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I mean. So I was probably growing out the relaxer then. Okay. And um, <laughs> <laughs> went to Barcelona. Um, it was funny because see that championship, there was, again, expectations wasn't really high mm-hmm. for me. Um, but I remember Anchuk was the kind of the favourite um, to win that. And uh, again, these are women. Yeah. I'm just like a young girl racing against these women. Um, but I weren't scared. I was at this attitude, bring it on. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, let's go. It's, come on, I'm going to put on a show. So when it made the final, by the skin of my teeth. Yeah, um, so... One thing um, Chris would always say to me is, right, we put it behind. Every race, you put it behind you. This is a new day, new opportunity. Don't worry about times, qualifying, whatever. You've qualified, now it's mm-hmm. the final. So um, I remember I was very relaxed, actually, um, with the, with the, going into the race. And uh, I probably, obviously, I didn't go in there the fastest or anything, so I wasn't expecting nothing. All I know, race starts and... Uh, just going with emotions. I was, I think I was in the outside lane. Yes, lane I was in lane eight. eight. So I can't see a thing. So you better just go for it, You've Perry. just got to run. Just run, just run. And uh, I must have, I must have been in like, I don't know, maybe fifth position. So I've come off the bend now. And I'm like, I've got this newfound energy. We're going to keep going. The one thing I love about hurdling is like, other people can make mistakes, mm-hmm. so you're gonna it slows down your momentum. But you aren't really worried about other people. But you just gotta keep believing you until you get past the line. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I'd always build up this new momentum as I was approaching the hurdle, mate. Next up, no, I've passed the line. I've got a bronze medal. I said, <laughs> wait, I've gone from like you know, let's not even don't worry about her. You ain't got to worry about her in the race. Mm-hmm. But managed to get a bronze medal at the Europeans. Oh, I was so happy. As you should be. I was so, so happy. It was like, wow, my first senior medal. That's it. Yeah, a good feeling. It was like, and then I can tell you a story. I had the relay to do. Now, because they're like, I've got this newfound confidence. I'd run like 54 seconds then. Mm -hmm. Now, so I'm going up in the rankings now in terms of the... um, the British record. Not that I was never aiming for that. Yeah. That's one thing I must say. I, when I go into my races, we weren't aiming for times. Mm-hmm. Just qualify kind of thing. Yeah. And then you get dragged along, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you run these run these crazy times. And then I had to do the relay. But um, Chris was like, fuck the relay. Sorry for swearing. <laughs> but that's Chris for you. Fuck the relay. You've done your job, girl. I had a little shot of alcohol, no joke, on the coach. We were celebrating already. So I've done the done my um my 400 hurdles or whatever. Okay. You got your medal at this point? Got, got, no, we ain't got the medal yet. And he ain't had no medal Oh, so this me. is literally after, literally the after the race. race. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're, okay. we're celebrating on the bus. So you were ready? Okay, or Christmas? Then they're like, well, yeah, but they're like, Perry, no, you're going to do the relay. Ooh. All right, then. Ooh. Relay. Now I've got this newfound confidence, Annika, because I've 
come home with a medal mm-hmm. that no one was expecting from me. I've run this ridiculous fast time. So they've put me on the last leg for the four by four. What was the team? Do you remember? Yeah. Lee McConnell, Marilyn, Marilyn O'Cora and Nicholas Saunders. They put me on last leg. The German girl. I was hunting her down and the car. That's what I was known for doing. Yeah, you know what I mean? Perry will hunt you down. Don't play with me. I'll just see red and I find it quite fun just chasing this person down, knowing that when I get to a certain point, I'm going to overtake you. Mm-hmm. So, um, the German girl, I tried, I tried, I tried to get her. But I think I... I, I didn't get her. I didn't, I didn't manage to get her But because I tried to get silver place. Right. Because we was in bronze position. Okay. So I had to settle for the bronze. But what I did run was a 49 second split. I <gasps> said, why? Yeah, that, that was rapid. 49 and, and second split. Russia like, won, right? Yeah. And then silver. No, you got bronze. It's Germany and then you guys. Yeah. Okay. But we got an upgrade. Of course. Upgraded comes all these men. One thing I must say about these upgrades. Speak yeah, it's on nice. it. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, well done. Now you finally found them out. After how many years? But it's really not the same. Mm-hmm. One, the, the celebration ain't the same. Your emotions yeah. are not the same. You've moved on. So much has happened in your life. You can't really recall exactly how it is. You can't create that atmosphere and your feelings mm-hmm. again. Two, missed out on money, mate. You ready? You ain't yeah. getting that back. That's the thing. You know what I mean? They forget. Get a medal. What are you doing, what are you doing with a medal? What, what Not to sound do? like yeah. you know, but let's let's talk real yeah. now. Yeah, you got real life bills to pay, uh, rent, mortgage. You need to eat. You need to survive. And not everyone is in that position. I think there's a lot of there's a massive misconception with track and field where people think that because you've won medals, you're automatically going to be like a millionaire. It equates to some Stop. sort of like you know, financial... And um, it's really not the case. Like, huge benefits of just, like, winning medals. And it, it literally isn't, especially, like, yeah, it's when you miss out on moments, like finishing fourth and then get a medal upgrade or getting silver. Yeah. And then later on down the line, getting, a, like, a gold medal because of, you know, the drug cheats and stuff. Yeah, so, right. no, but good, good job, girls. You know, you guys did well. Good. So then the following year, we have 2011... And how was that season for you? Now you've got this newfound confidence, <laughs> fair senior medal, both in the individual four hurdles and the relay. So going into the following year, were you focused on a particular time, performance, going into world champs? Because it was debut, right? Yes. Debut, yeah. From then, you just I just wanted medals. You're all, I was always chasing the next best thing. Mm-hmm. M- medals, medals, you know. Um, it become more like, one thing I think I had to go out very fast. The sport changed for me when, um, you know, obviously we say I started as a child and it was all young. But when you start seeing contracts and that, it changes. And it should, because it's like, to me, there's goals now that mm-hmm. it's based on performance. Yeah. And if you don't reach that, mate, then, you know, you're not going to receive that yeah. money or whatnot. So, yeah, it's just like, all right. Because before, I remember when I first, you know, kind of got into the senior scene and I was like, oh, this is not like the juniors. Like, everyone was <laughs> older and it wasn't fun. I didn't see, yeah. I didn't see people having fun. Mm-hmm. Then it hit me. I'm like, well, some people here, parents, um, you know, they've got a household that they've got to 
or property they've got to pay for. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't have that responsibility. I was just a young young athlete growing up. And it's like, this is all fun, you know? Yeah, you get free clothes. It's all like that. But then reality hit me. It's like, no, this is actually a profession. Because I never got into the sport as a, like, to think I'm going to make a career out of yeah. it. No, that's why I still went to uni, um, studied my sports science, still want to have some type of education because to me, you never know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So um, I had to quickly learn very fast that, nah, this is people's livelihoods. So because of the people you saw around you, so you did see senior athletes who were married, had kids, um, had real life responsibilities. Yeah. Did that kind of... That hit, I was yeah. like... Oh, this is serious so business. So it kind of switched up a bit. Yeah. You're like, okay, now it's it's no joke. Like, this is senior level. Yeah. This is elite level track and field. And, and that's exactly how I thought. So then okay. I'm like, all right, got to step up, you know? Mm-hmm. And when I stepped up, in terms, when I say step up in terms of like running fast and making teams, because you had to make the teams in order, you know, to... Get to the champs and stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm really getting deep into this now. No, that, okay. It's taking me back, you know? Yeah. To like how things changed mm-hmm. for me, um, but yeah, obviously I had to, I had to make these championships, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it was great. My focus was so much just on track and field. That's all it was. And had you graduated at this point? Because you went Brunel, right? So two thousand eleven. So two thousand eleven, I was graduating. So this is the year I was going to graduate. Right. Then I'm realizing, oh god, there's going to be Olympics next yes. year. Things just started to get a bit more real mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, it was just like. So it was like, yes, training, sleep, eat, eat a certain way. Mm-hmm. It was very much militants. No, yeah, no one uh-huh. could tell me anything. Because my focus is just there on on the sport kind of thing, and it, it it did pay off, it did. But what I do say is like to any young like athletes who are, who are listening to this, um, always like yeah, it's all well putting all like your eggs in one basket, yeah. But I don't think it's really the the good thing to do because. You're more than just an athlete and it don't last forever. It really doesn't. So, you know, you need to be building yourself outside of the sport mm-hmm. because later on you're going to hear what happened to my, what happened in my career. Mm-hmm. And um, some people are finding that their focus is so into it. You miss, I missed out on so many things like weddings, oh, birthdays, like, and you can't get that time no, back. Can't. Weddings, birthdays, christenings, funerals, Hanukkah. Yeah, <laughs> like, just like, honestly. <laughs> I know we make these sacrifices as an athlete. We really do. But where reality hit me when I got knocked down with my injury. That's when I had a different perspective on life and on sport. So 2011, world champs. Um, you Thank finished. You. you did you make the final? I hurt my foot. Yeah, I remember you had like I, a slight injury. Yeah, something. I, yeah, I hurt my foot. I hurt my foot. Imagine in the warm up. I was practicing going over my hurdles, but the spacing was so wrong, mm-hmm. so I crashed into the hurdle, mm-hmm. hurt my ankle. They gave me painkiller, strapped up my foot, mate. No, it weren't happening. It, was it weren't happening. Season done. You know, I was in a boot. 
And then 2012, which is the big one. Do you remember what I remember seeing in 2012, right? I've just remembered. So when I lived and trained in London and I used to train at Myland, do you remember? It was in Myland, women's toilets. And it was in Newham, women's toilets, because obviously like East End, you know, Uh Stratford. Do you remember the poster, the Nike poster? And you, (laughs) do you remember what you said? The slogan. It was basically a picture of you because you were one of the faces yeah. for like local East End athletes who are likely to make the team uh-huh. for 2012 Olympics. And it was to do with East Enders. And I remember messaging you. I'm like, are you really missing East Enders? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I had, oh my God. Oh my God. Do you remember? Some guy, no, I don't want it. Is it? No, I don't want East Enders. What did I say? What was that caption they put on it? Oh, Oh my, I can't remember fully, but I remember them mentioning East End. I didn't even make that up, you know. I didn't put that in there. They made that up for me, actually. <laughs> let me just let fill you in, yeah. Media has a way, yeah, of just like throwing that stuff. It's not necessarily come from the individual. Because I'm like, I'm, I mean, I was a massive East Enders fan back then. So I was like, Penny, are you really missing East Enders? <laughs> Um, sorry, we get completely sorry. off track. So, uh, 2012, how was the 2012 experience for you going into like home, Olymp- home Olympics? You know, Imagine you know how mad that. that is. Not many people can say doorstep, that, you know. Honestly, not many people can. Yeah. So, how was your 2012 experience? 2012 was crazy. I mean, imagine that, right? You've got your home Olympics. And then everyone, to me, wanted to have a little story with me because I lived down the road. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, God, local girl going to Olympics. Um, profile went up sky high because I seemed to be everywhere. It was quite funny and very weird. Um, like, Do you remember this global superstar who you met? Because I remember and I was screaming. You did like a campaign. And they were in London just before the Olympics and you were all over TV and I was screaming. I think, I think, I think, I know you can do that. Who was it? Will Smith. <laughs> Listen. Will Smith. That was crazy. Don't get me wrong, I was nervous though. Trying was... to play it cool because I had to teach him how to hurdle. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh God, how am I going to do this? I was like, break it down. Remember, it's a new skill. You know, you've got to do it like he's a child. We've done some hurdle walkovers. You know, he tried to make a dance out of it. Of course he did. <laughs> and it was me, um, Anthony Joshua. Of course. Was actually a part of that. I do too. remember seeing him as well. Yummy. Oh, Yamil was there? Yeah, oh, was man. she? Shout out, Yamil Aldama. Hey. And then there was a basketball player called Derek. I wish I knew. I'm going to say Derek Campbell, but maybe I've made up that surname. Okay, yeah. But yeah, he um, a Brit- uh, GB um, basketball player. And we were basically hanging out for the day. <gasps> And uh, very cool guy. You know the energy that we would see mm-hmm. on Fresh Prince. He, he's imagine exactly he was older, he still had the same energy. And then we had the we was going to watch Men in Black later on. Oh, the premiere. Yeah, that night. That <gasps> night, I saw JC. That night, I saw Nicole Scherzinger. Probably pronounced <laughs> that wrong. <laughs> But uh, I knew, I knew, I might not say they can say their names right, but I know exactly who yeah, they are. Yeah, of course, of course. But. Uh, yeah, man. And I think he said, oh, you guys scrub up well. So yeah, because before in the daytime... Of course, yeah. Like, I don't know why people think stuff. athletes can't... I mean... Some, some can't. Some, let's be honest yeah, now. Some people real. just stay in their sports gear. I mean, how many after parties did we go to and people... Mm. Why are you wearing your running trainers like with why? your jeans that are boots? Why was that always the look? 
Oh, come on now. You know once championship's done, we're going to have a party. Like, like come on. Like, let people see you're versatile yeah. at least. Funny, funny, funny. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my word. Sorry, so we're getting off track again. So, yeah, how was your 2012 performance? So, in case the list, listeners didn't know. Oh, I was very unhappy with it because, you know... I felt like with the media and stuff, everyone was putting this gold medal on my neck already. Uh-huh. Funny enough, before that, the Olympics, I was at Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace was the, oh, listen, Crystal Palace means... was the last meet before, before we go to our championships. Yeah. I was on fire. So it was a rainy, grey, really kind of like cold day. Obviously, now it's my last race before going to Olympic Games. But we was down in Portugal. Mm-hmm. They threw us the out there, yeah, for the holy cab. And um, my race before that, I must have went to Belgium or something. I ran like 55 seconds. And I was like, I was like, what is going on with my training? I started questioning. Chris was like, don't worry, it's there. When it matters, it will come. Mm-hmm. That was one thing. See, Chris is so good at making sure I would perform when it mattered. When it mattered. Right, so he was like, yeah, pay man, don't worry, it's, gonna, it's, gonna, it's, it's all going to be good. So I went into this race, it's like, again, remember that attitude I said I had, new race, new opportunity. And then, uh, yeah, it was raining, I was like, I know these weather conditions, whereas the other girls are from, like, tropical, like, climates, climates and stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. So they're all a bit like, mm, this is cold. I'm like, bring this on, yeah. I think, did I have weave in my hair? Listen, from the time my hair is back and protected, <laughs> I don't care. No, actually, it wasn't, actually. It was relaxed. It was growing out. I remember the picture. So it was all fresh and relaxed. <laughs> I felt hot. You know, you got to feel... Yeah, to me, you got to have this confidence. Course, Look course. good, feel good, because I'm going to perform, perform well. Yeah. Way, way, way. Did I know I was going to run 53 seconds that day? I was like, when I saw the, the, the time on the clock, I said, what? Have I just done that? So from I run that time now, and I'm going, the Olympics happen in a few weeks' time, the newspapers, Perry's going for gold. Da, 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 da. You know, you're getting this added pressure. I'm like, but it's to the fact that I started believing it, you yeah. know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's mine, that's mine. That, mm-hmm. You know, too soon kind of thing. Um because I didn't even make the final. So there was no opportunity for me to try and even grab a medal or get onto the podium. Um, it was, and it was, you know, it was that 0.01 second that I missed out on the, getting to the final. Yeah. I cried, I cried. Because I felt like the whole world and the whole nation were watching them were behind me. Yeah. And I felt like I just let them all down. Yeah. My family, because um, especially when I was getting sent videos, seeing them all at my mum's house, mm-hmm. gathered together, watching it, and I couldn't bring, I haven't managed to bring nothing home. So that really was, like, upsetting for me, you know, but I had to pick myself up because I had a relay to run. And uh, I think we finished fifth or something in our, in our relay. Um, but then as, you know, I would say months went down the line, uh, I, I realised, you know what, Going to Olympics is a big thing. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a massive achievement. Your first Olympics? First and Olympics. And it's your home Olympics? That's what I'm saying. So there's so many positives I can take yeah. from the situation. Um, and like now I'm, I'm so proud of when I say, I'm Olympian. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, Do you know how many billions of people are on this planet? Yeah. And they don't get the opportunity to even 
compete in elite sport, but the likes of you and everyone else who's been to even one Olympics, like it's such a prestigious honor exactly. to even have, you know what I mean? So yeah, don't downplay so, um, one of it. Yes. So London 2012 was a, yeah, it was not, it didn't go to as planned as I would like to have, but damn right, I channeled that energy into the next year. So take us into 2013, because that was, that was you ready. Listen, I was not playing, but I was just seeing fire, flame, training. Oh, I saw red. Oh, it's not happening again. You know, it was just a bit like, I had this newfound energy. And I was like, let's bring it on. Because what happened, because actually, wait. So 2013, we had indoors. Indoors. So take us so through indoors. So I've done the indoor season, uh, Europeans. And I've done the 400 metres, because obviously you don't have 400 metre hurdles mm-hmm. indoors. And um, was it always part of your plan to do indoors that year? Because you were always a great indoor runner. Like, remember the year before, 2012, and you out there? Beat Sanya. <laughs> Listen, that story makes me laugh. Because Sanya thought she had it. Yes, lovely, you won the gold medal in the individual. But now these new fresh legs have been put into a team, in the team, yeah? And I'm on the I last just don't think she saw you, you know? Because okay. you were on the outside, right? I was, I was leading the whole way, Annika. I was. I led that race from the start to the finish. She she thought but that she was going to come back. She thought, come on now, you've just won a gold medal, yeah? So you know you're the fastest. Mm-hmm. You're the fastest, right? Not knowing they've got this British girl. Remember, to me, the Americans weren't really rating the British girls, yeah? I don't, I don't, I don't, they don't rate us. Let's I don't care, real. yeah? <laughs> but... Aside from Christina Hurigo, obviously, because at that point she was Olympic. Defending Olympic That's camping. all they knew was yeah. Christine, exactly. Yeah. Listen, I've got that respect after though. After that race, yeah, and I beat her, dived over the line. <laughs> you launched. Listen, <laughs> you're not taking this from me, boy. Oh gosh. And it's I could feel her. That's something I, I really feel people when people mm-hmm. on my shoulders. And I felt, I was like, you're not going past me. Like, then wait when you're waiting for like the results the to results, come through. Yeah. I was like, oh, did I get it? Did I get it? And then it come up Great Britain. Uh, me, Shayna Cox, and Nicola Saunders, and Christine. The emotions were crazy. It was just like, we did it. We did it. World Indoor Champions, as you should. So then what, what I found is, you know, when you, when you race well running for normal times, you kind of take that that confidence mm-hmm. into with you to your training and, and like into the next season and stuff. So 2013, um, you know, we were training for the uh, indoors and the 400 metres. Come on, won it. Won, won the individual 400 metres. Do you remember what time you were? Superb 50, 50.50. 50.8, I think. 50.8, I, I ran. Do you know how mad it is to even run 50-point indoors? Indoors? I know. I remember people like, watch when she goes outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, all right, all right. Is that how it works? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you tend to run faster. Mm-hmm. So, and then I done... That, when I ran that um, final of the 400, I then had to do the relay. So, I didn't get time to celebrate. Straight back to my hotel room, ate ice bath, napped. 
because in a few hours, because that was a morning session in the evening, I was going to about to do this relay. Mm-hmm. And again, I was put on the last leg. I was like, come on, bring yourself. I want another gold of medal. Of course you do. You're on a high. Yeah. You're not settling for anything less than gold. And uh, I managed to bring home another gold medal for, for Great Britain. Um, mate, I was like, yes. So that gave me confidence. Mm-hmm. And then we had the world championships in Moscow. Yes. In, 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 in the summer. So you were arguably... I would say, and I'm sure everyone else would say, the best shape of your life. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, I really was. I was. So take us through Moscow. That world championship. Moscow. Listen. I was like, you know, it's got to a point now. I know how a championship works Mm -hmm. now. It's like, I've not got to fear anybody. I've got a chance here now to get this world title. So then that's how I kind of went into it. You do the same what you've been doing, Perry. And uh, my confidence was so high because I won my heats. Then I won my semi-finals. Then it comes to the final. I was like, yes, let's go. Let's go. But one thing I did feel in the... Um, when I was going to call them, mm-hmm. I felt something in my calf. I was like, what's wrong with my calf? So I, like, it's like, so I went to the toilet and kind of was massaging it. So <laughs> As you do. Don't, don't want the, the other competitors to, to see. see yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, something yeah. wrong with you. On you your know? left leg? Yeah, yeah. I, I remember I was just there thinking, oh, oh, what's going on here? We're going to be all right. It's nerves. That's what I'm saying. This is nerves, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, we went to start line, whatever. And then... After going over my first hurdle, I felt something. I was like, but I'm still running. I'm like, no, but wait, I'm, I'm, I haven't got control of my legs. And my, my knee just kind of, well, I don't know. My leg just felt really wobbly. And I managed to finish the race, but I finished seventh place. And I was like, what happened there? You know, it was mm-hmm. the kind of thing. like, what have I done? You know, and then I was, I was limping, wheeled off in a wheelchair. And uh, doctor saw me. Had to go and do, still go and do doping. Of course. Mate, I didn't <laughs> win their medal. What do you want? You know, and I was just in tears. I don't know if I, I haven't cried. I hadn't cried yet. Okay. I hadn't cried yet because I still didn't know what was wrong with me. Mm-hmm. So doctor, you know, doctor went and saw, saw to my leg and stuff at the hotel room. And then everyone kept saying, so sorry, Perry. So sorry, Perry. Like, why, why are you, so, why are you apologising to me? You know, I was just getting a bit like that. What, what is it? What have I done? Why are you all apologising? You know? Um, and it was like, oh no. Then my knee, he said, your knee really swollen, swollen and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. Then flown back to the UK. Um, Asha, Asha was at the time and Nigel Levine were both um, around me when, you know, because they waited for me to uh, be flown After out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. because they, they helped me pack my bags. I've now got to go back to England to go and get a scan. Still don't know what I've done to myself, but then I came to England and straight away on the plane, um, when I got off the plane, I had mm-hmm. to go and see the surgeon. Um, Funny enough, in Moscow, though, I must say, see me hobbling on my crutches. You think anyone was moving for me to sit down? 
<laughs> Do you know what? Funnily enough, because you know I tore my plantarvis in the same championship. Uh-huh. Um, so li- it's mad listening to your story because it's like very similar to what happened to mine. So I I actually came out the heat. So at least you won the final. Mm-hmm. I came out the heat. Was I thought I was in the best shape I'd ever been in at that point. And um, I didn't know what happened either. I was like, what's going on? I finished the race and it was supposed to be an easy heat. And I finished like fifth. I didn't even make it through to the next round. And I'm like, that me thinking, nah, nah, this has got to be some joke. Realizing that like I'm in pain, so I can't even walk. Uh-huh. And then um, again, doping. I got called for doping. And do you know what was mad? This is why I was fuming. Um, I don't mind. I don't care about saying this because yeah, the girls are drug cheat anyway. So this particular Ukraine girl had been running really well in the 200 that year. And um, I was, I was basically like saying something cause I was so angry and full of emotion. I was like in tears and I was saying to them like, you need to drug test here. Why are you testing me for? Cause I only finished fifth in the yeah, heat. Yeah. Why are you caring about me? Like drug test here, drug test there. Lo and behold, this girl ends up testing positive for drugs. Um, that year or 2014. But yeah, she got caught anyway. And I knew she was dirty, but yeah. Um, and yeah, so the same thing I was sharing with Sharda. So I couldn't couldn't go down to eat, you know, at the, in the hotel. Uh-huh. I had to have food come up with me. Yeah. And I was upstairs to my room. I was so embarrassed and so depressed. I didn't leave the room for like two, three days. And then um, Sharda was helping me pack my bag because I had to fly home early as well. And I was on crutches. And then when the car dropped me off at the hotel at the airport, he was like, all right, yeah, I'll just, he just left me there. He literally left me. Mm. And then luckily there was another British person who worked for British Airways and they were like, oh, you know, sorry to hear what happened. Luckily they'd seen, they'd been watching the meet while they were in Moscow and they were like, oh, we'll get you the wheelchair. So if it wasn't for them, they actually drove, like literally wheeled me (laughs) into the um, terminal and then helped me check in and they upgraded me as well. And they were like- Oh, you got treated nice. Yeah, so like if it wasn't for that, I don't know what, because you know what it is, right? was so independent. So having like, you know, the fact that you can't even walk, you can't walk, you're on crutches, having that stability taken away from you, like it tore me like to not take things like that for granted. Thank you. It's It's when those things happen, then you realise, oh my God, I use that that body part for a lot of stuff. All the time. It's that yeah, we really can't take things for granted. No. Yeah, I definitely understand and feel for you on that one. Because, like, when I was on the plane, after, did I manage to get a row? Maybe I better, So you got upgraded. You were living <laughs> life. So there was empty seats. So I was able to put my knee up. Um, but, yeah, there was, like, when I was waiting to, before getting on the plane, you think anyone was moving for no, me? No, I know. It's like, get me home, get me out of this country. Kind of thing. Yeah, so um, that was Moscow for me. And, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, Went to the, see the surgeon, had a scan, told me I'd hurt my PCL and my cartilage. And um, what well, a funny thing is, like, this, is, this is odd. This doesn't really happen to, like, to athletes and stuff, like my PCL and stuff. Mm-hmm. So nobody knew how long it was going to take for me to get back. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. So you just imagine you're just doing rehab here. And it's a case of just see how she gets on. So how did that make you feel in that point? Because 
you know, when we've had injuries in the past, be it hamstring tear, calf injury, you know, back, Achilles, whatever, they've always, I'd say, given us a time frame. Because everything works off time for us. You know, you need to know what you're working towards and how long it's going to take so then you can plan, prepare and have the right things in place. So at that point, you were basically going off what exactly? <laughs> you just staying at the wall, you stay staying at the medical staff, like trust me, that's what you're doing. You're looking for looking for the experts to give you the answers to the point. I remember I was always like, when can I start doing this? Like when can I start doing that? Like when can I walk? When can I start running? Like, you know, things like that. And then they're like, they'll give me an answer. And then after I was like, you know what? You give me an answer. But when that date came, I was never at that point. Mm-hmm. So I stopped asking, Annie. I stopped asking because it was to me, I was only getting myself even more upset. So it was just like, right, um, I'll go with the flow kind of thing. I made a joke, yeah. I was like to uh, Chris, Chris, I might as well have a baby. He goes, shut up, mate. Like, it's not going to take you that long. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Four years down the line and a car. If only we knew. Four years for me to get put back on the British vest, you know, and represent the country. Because I tried to make um, Brazil in 2016. Injury. Um, My quads. Yeah, or by my hip. So I've got a screw there. Do you know what I mean? It was just like, what is this, you know? Mate, it was it was it was crazy. It I love crazy. And the thing is, yeah, no one could prepare you for that. Mm-hmm. It was the kind of thing I was like, I was celebrating small achievements, small gains in the gym. And that is how I kind of was getting through this horrible rehab. Wow, <laughs> mad. And it's so funny, like me and you talking through this story of mm-hmm. what's gone with me. It's like wow, so. That was a long time. But then yet so much has happened since then. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, it was crazy. So with that happening mm-hmm. and everything that you've been through, because you went through a lot of highs yeah. and lows over that time, where do you feel was um, a specific high point for you? And where was like the lowest of lowest? So was it like the period between like let's say 2011, 2012, 2013 to so those, yeah. those two those three seasons and then after that it was the lowest. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, definitely like 2011, 12 beginning of 13 great. Mm-hmm. I was like okay, you know, enjoying the sport. Then after that go 2013 14, 15. So they were dark times for me. You think I want to watch athletics? Like, I did not like the sport. I just felt like I should be there. Because when you're seeing people running the times, and I'm like, <laughs> mate, sir, I'm not even there. It was like, it was like, I was just so badly want to be there. And I just like... I try to stay involved, you know, and mm-hmm. like, and uh, you know, do the media and stuff. But I was hurting inside. Of course, I was hurting because I was like, "Why me? What did I do to deserve this kind of thing?" You know, you question things like that. And um, so you were 
you were at a low at this point, you know, going through, you know, you were, you basically told you couldn't handle anymore. So yeah. it was just the flat. So, I mean, you were amazing the 400 flat. Anyway. Yeah, so, you know, they said, oh, yeah, well, heard it's going to be out of the question, so, but you can do the 400. I think that's what the positive I got out of it mm-hmm. because my career's not done. Yeah, that was it, yes. It was like, yes. I'm like, some athletes I know ain't got the speed to be doing 400 metres, but I have got the speed. Jeez. So the fact that there's a backup... <laughs> It's true though. Some people can't take take them out of way and just like, oh, like, what what are you doing? <laughs> so yes, I think being told I'm able to do the 400 was just about all right, new goal, new challenge, Gave let's do hope. it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you went through your low, you went through a state of say depression. Yeah. Um, it was like the worst you've ever felt. You were on there was a lot of uncertainty as as there would be with injury because you didn't know when you were going to come back, mm-hmm. if you were going to come back, and if you were actually going to get get back to that level. So, where was it that you were able to basically pick a moment, or you know, a person or a subject? Where was it that brought out the greatness in you? So, where was that specifically? Um, one thing I must say. Uh, on my journey, you, you, I don't get, I, I, I didn't get to enjoy. So again, I'm always looking for the next thing, mm-hmm. next thing. It's only when someone would tell me about or talk about how great what I'd achieved, then I was like, "Wow, Perry, man, you, you, listen, no, yes, you're sick. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like." It, it, it was other people, what they had, they had to say about me and what have I, I had achieved that made me think, wow, being ranked number two in the world, ranked number two on the all-time list for the wow. 400 metre hurdles. My, when I think about my personal best, to run that time, mm-hmm. it's just like, nah. Yeah, it's, it's, it, was, it was more like that when, when other people would kind of remind me. You know, like if you go to um, do a speech or something at a school and then they introduce you. And then when they give me an introduction, I'm like, I've done all that. <laughs> you know, and, I put, and that's a, I'll put, I'll put, that'll put a smile on my face. I'm like, oh, you are great. You know? Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I wouldn't know that myself. What advice would you give to the younger generation who are coming through because everyone's experience is different everyone's moment in the sport is different in elite sports i always say elite sport is it's tough because you know sometimes you do have a make or break moment so was it what would you say for you was it anything in particular that helped you that you may be able to give advice yeah and that that you're able to harness that greatness i would say um also to these young athletes do not compare yourself to the other athletes. We're all different. Yes, I know it's all about the times and stuff. That's what, you know, and performance. But as an individual, um, what what makes you stand out? What makes you different to the other person aside from just being on this track? That's what I would say. Try and enjoy every moment. Listen, no sport is rosy. People have the ups and downs. And I'll say talk more. It was a thing of me, when I remember having injuries, I would not talk to people about it because I felt like that was like, that was the weakness in mm-hmm. me. I always see it as, sorry, as a weakness. I remember when I used to see athletes who were injured and I, well, this was how I was never injured. I'd be like, mate, what are you doing on that bed? Every minute you're on that bed. <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> and it was just like, no, but that's what comes with being being a sports person. Mm. I don't think, I went into the sport a bit blinded, Annika. I never aspired to be no Olympic athlete, um, world-class, none of that. Mm-hmm. It was a kind of thing, it found me and I seemed to be really good at it. But, yeah, I think athletes need to know it's not all rosy. It's not all rosy. And be grateful when you are fit and healthy as well. Because we're pushing our body to some limits that's not normal. Of course. It's not, it's not normal being an athlete. If you're trying to be, do greatness, yeah, you're pushing your body to these next levels that are not normal. So aside from aspiring the next generation, after all the lessons that you've learned, mm-hmm. what advice would you give a younger Perry Shakes Drayton? <laughs> Oh my gosh. What would you tell your younger self? Oh, what would I tell my younger self? I would say, um, if anything, enjoy it more. Because I think at times I was a very much, um, (laughs) don't talk to me. (laughs) Yeah, I was that kind of, that, that, that kind of athlete, Annika. Just like, yeah, don't, don't talk to me. It's like, mind the focus is just there. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just like, because I only have a few athlete for athlete friends, you know, Annika. No, really? Yeah, I don't have many. You being Miss Popular? No, I don't have many <laughs> that I can call them like, yeah, have a proper chat. There's not many, you okay. know, that I'm on my hand. And I think I was so in that zone. It was just like, you can't be my friend because we are competitors. <laughs> that was my thing. Okay. And it was like, it, it, doesn't, it really doesn't have to be like that, Perry. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell young Perry... You can be friends with them, you know, but when you're in the chat, it means business, but you can be friends with, you know, and be nice. But some people, some people may have thought that I wasn't nice at but some people are like, oh, Perry, you know, she was all right. She was cool, you know, but you can't please everybody. No one's going to like you, but as well, stop, don't care too much about what other people think of you. That's what I'll tell my younger self. Don't care about what everybody, people think about you. Just be you, be true to yourself. I think that was, that was very good at that though. You were? Very true to myself. In my interviews would show anyway. I just, Everyone just, loved your interviews? My interviews, I was just like, yeah, I'll just say what's on my mind. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You'd yeah. be running out of breath, that breathing because you'd like, <laughs> listen. Everyone would be like, why, they, why are they interviewing you and you're just like, just come off the track? Because they want, like, like they a post race You know what I mean? They don't give you time to look cute. Or when I see people try to do it now, I'm like, it's okay, you know? Right? It's actually okay. It's, it's okay. okay. Like, tell these people you are full of lactic and you don't have time to fix your hair, put your lipstick. We all want to look cute. It's okay, right. but we don't have time. <laughs> Like, you ain't got time yeah you haven't you just people want raw emotion in that good or bad it doesn't matter yeah. okay quickly before we finish off because I know people are going to be like Annika what happens in these championships with Perry okay so <laughs> come on Annie basically right can I just say Perry was she wasn't just an inspirational athlete and I wasn't just a massive fan of her but she's also an amazing amazing person but she's also the best person to party with. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah, but we had fun, Annika. I don't care. We Do you had... remember in Berlin, 2009? Yeah, wait, hold on. There's Tyrone with us. Tyrone. And, and Montel Douglas. Montel. Listen. Do you remember? Yes! Bolt! Bolt! 
about Hanukkah. Vault party. Which... I remember when we got, remember when you had to call Ricky, you were like to, to let us in because remember we were outside. Right, we need the passes. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. We got that, got the hook up. Shout and out to like, Ricky Sims, Penny Vegas. We, we got the hook up because then it was like, there was an area. Yes. We got in there. As soon as we entered, Given a glass, oh, champagne, gosh. Annika, and I remember I saw Annika was on the other side of like the um of the booth, and I just remember giving her the biggest smile like Annika, yeah, we done it, <laughs> and we just dead <laughs> dancing and grooving, you know, oh, you know, you got act like you're meant to be somewhere, yes. but we, we rightly so, we did, we had a but, good time, but a lot of the athletes were on the main dance floor, yeah. we were in like the booth, we were in the booth so, chilling with like the superstar. What? <laughs> Remember that uh, cake? Was it a uh, not, not cake? Because he broke the world record, didn't he? You yeah, saying? yeah. So he had like the whole chicken nuggets and McDonald's That's thing it. that was there. Remember, I seen a picture of you. <laughs> With the chips, remember? Oh my god! The best thing about that night, yeah, is that we didn't spend a penny. <sighs> not yeah. one penny. Me and Annika did we not really put our hand. Not. Even the cab ride, people were like, just get in, Annika, get in, right? Just get in. We're gonna be beat the destination. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. And remember, shout out to Tyrone because he meddled at that chance in the four by one. This is feeling rich. Yeah, he, he so, felt flush. He, <laughs> Tyrone had more need. Tyrone Edgar, shout out to you, sir. It was me, you. Him um, and Montel. Montel, and that's what we had. He gave and us McDonald's. McDonald's, yeah. So he was like, McDonald's on me. We were like, Come okay, on, cool, let's go. So we got everything. We had an early start though, in it for like in terms of like leaving. Oh I remember because I remember I left my hoodie. No, because you know, when we got no, do you know what? We still had another day. So what party did we go to after that, Annika? Oh, we went, we went to another. No, because that night, do you know what happened? I just remembered. Oh, my word. So. You know, we, we were out all night. And yeah. we were done, so relays were done. Um, no, four by... Yeah, most of the trap events were done that night. Um, but the women's four by four, which I didn't run, out, run in, but I was still a part of the team, we had a relay meeting at nine o'clock, and we didn't get in till 7.30, but I didn't know about it. So there was a note on my door saying, oh, yeah, we've got relay meeting at nine. <laughs> See when I seen that message? Oh, I wanted to die because I was tired. Yeah, of course. I was exhausted. So I was like, oh, shoot. So I quickly showered, went downstairs, had some breakfast, and then went straight to the meeting. As soon as I sat down, it was a wrap. Yep. Finished. I was so tired. And then I got up. I, th- I only remember there was a relay coach then. Uh, Tony Lester, I think it was. Because the girls finished fifth or sixth i think okay so it was just like a post performance analysis. As, as they always do and i st- i was standing up and then tony's like do you want to take a seat and i was like no i'm good you know I'm good. <laughs> because if i sat down i yeah. would have been like no 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 and then when i when i left um i just remember falling asleep <laughs> and then management called again they were like oh we've got some um fans who flew out to moscow can you come and i was oh, like oh. leave me alone Oh, so, then, so then that was that one that was 2011 no that was, was that 2009 that was 2009 11. 2011 remember we went out afterwards Daegu Daegu yes yes we, we, the, oh, I think there was yes. a, there's always a party always always a party like and uh, it was but it was rubbish yeah, the music it wasn't that was great. terrible it wasn't that great so I said Annika 
got another new spot. Yes. But where were we going? I don't I'll expose myself, Annika. I, I fancied somebody and I was like, Annika, we're going to follow this person. We're not going to say who. Though. Okay, I think I know who it is. Yeah, you yeah. know. I mean, it's long time now, so it's fine. It's no, fine. I don't listen. That person's not getting a mention. Yeah. No one needs to know yeah, who I fancied. Yeah, when we were following, I said, Annika, come on. He's going near. We're going near. And Annika was like, Oh, yes. Yeah, you remember Annika? <laughs> yes, I and do. And he's like, All right, Terry, I'll yes, follow you. Yes. And we went to the club. I was just spying on him. We're not having a little stalker. Why can't she just go and talk to him, innit? What's the issue? What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> Listen, you know what it is? I was afraid of rejection, Annika. I would never let anyone know that I like them. Yeah, but what's the what's the what's wrong with rejection? I know what's not, I know. Listen, I'm hearing myself as I'm saying it for. <laughs> do you know what it is? Because why am I exposing myself? I don't care. Basically, I'm one of those people where if I like you, I will tell you. Yeah. And if you say, no, I'm not interested, I'm like, all, all right. right, cool. Yes. And then move on to next, because what is the worst that's going to happen? Yes. But I do know a lot of a lot of women who are just like, I would never do that, no. But then some guys who I've done it to, the major- I mean, not to blow my own trumpet, but <laughs> the, most guys have said... Oh, you know what? I rate that. Do you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. guys are always the ones who are always having Respect. to go to the girl. Whereas if I go to you and I'm like, oh, you know, oh, how are you? What's your name? Oh, I saw you from, you know, you try and style yes. it out. Um, but yeah, what's the worst that could have happened? Oh, but, well, but back then I was young, Annika. Yeah, that's true. I was young, so I was like, hell no, would a little person know that I like them. And but, we, we went out and then we, remember we got in at like six o'clock. And you have the, to leave. The team boss is leaving at quarter past seven. Yeah, but and I think we're staying up. Yeah, let's stay up. Let's stay up. Yeah, why are we going we to like, sleep? Because we were ready to leave the club and then you were like, no, nah, let's stay up, let's stay up. Yeah. And because didn't we stay? There was like six of us yeah. or seven of us yeah. in our apartment. Yeah. yeah. But Annika, 2012. Oh, my word. That, that was the best, Annika. But we were dirty stoppers. You might we as well say, really weren't we? We really were. We really were. But look, but <laughs> do you want to tell the story how we ended up becoming dirty stuff out? Someone took our ride. Somebody. <sighs> Don't name the name. I'm not naming But we names. know. I was, I Mad. was, I, you know how angry I was? I was so. This person came from nowhere. nowhere. They were not a part of the entourage. Not even. But you're taking up seats, space. Not even part of the ride. And yeah, we had. We were in West End. We were in West End. I'm not sure what club we was in, but it was by Oxford Street. It was like, uh, Whiskey Miss. Everyone was there. Everyone was there. Everyone was there. And we were like, yeah, having a good time. By the time we left the club, it was daylight. And um, we came out. And me, you, and Maz. Me, you, Maz. um, Yeah. And there was a few other athletes. And. we had a car that was supposed to be for us. It came outside the club. We so were all, as we were about to put our leg in and step in, we realised it's not enough space. And you know when you're like, oh, it's not enough space, but this one person's acting like they can't hear us and playing deaf. Mate, you've got to get out. Get but out. you know what? Don't worry, we're going to use our free bus pass and get on the bus. Yeah? Yeah, because we can't get home. Because So before anyone asks, why couldn't you just get another cab? Basically... All the track events were done except the marathon after London 2012. So marathon was the last event and it was going through central London. So all the roads were blocked off. So I was calling people. <laughs> Remember you were calling people. I was calling people. One of my friends is a cab driver. Even he couldn't come to get us. So we ended up getting the night bus home. <laughs> like some dirty stop out. 
We and we didn't. We had a bus. No, we had our uh, accreditation. Yeah, that and it was our accreditation. Free, yeah. That allowed us free. That travel. allowed us free. And then we were so exhausted. And then I remember. I think it was either you or Mars who just said, "Listen, uh, to the bus driver. Listen, just just tell us when we get to get to Stratford." Got, or as close as because the bus couldn't even the bus get, couldn't get, it couldn't get to the uh, to the village. I'm sure we got to Leighton. Yes, we had to walk yes. from Leighton. Oh, do you know? Do you know how far that walk was? In the- and it was getting brighter and brighter, oh. and we just said, like, "I hope no one sees Jesus. us." Hope no one sees us. Oh. Did we go and eat in the dining yeah. hall? Yeah, but then we came in, and then do you remember that notice that said, "Gotta be out"? No, 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 no. It was um, they said yeah. that day that um, Tessa Jar was coming. To view, to do a visit, a site visit, um, and see all the athletes and stuff. Because I think she's part of the 2012 uh-huh. um, team. And God rest her soul, because I think she's passed away now. She passed away a couple of years ago. But yeah, and we were like, and then you said, let's go and eat. And I said, no, because we don't want to look like dirty stuff out. So let's go and change Thanks into kids. Yes. And then as we're walking, there's all media, press. And I'm thinking, what's going on? Right by our department. And it's Tessa Jar. So I'm like... Wait, so we can't even get to our like. So then we got to make a quick decision. So then we were like, "Oh, forget it. Let's just go. Let's just film it in it." So she's as we're walking towards our apartment block. There's all press okay. media there. Some of the staff, and we were like, "Oh well, what, what's the worst that could happen?" And then she's like, "Have a good night, ladies." We were just laughing. All we could, all you could do is laugh. That's all you, you can't. Could you do. can't do nothing. But yeah, then we, then we. Got dressed and then went to get some food and then tried to watch everyone else do madness at the 2012 Olympics. But my word, we've had some glorious, glorious years yeah, in the sport. Some stories and you know, some amazing stories. Just different parts of the world. It's been good. It's been really good. So just before we wrap up, um, what does the future lie for Perry Shake Drayton? Well, for those of you who don't know, I've been in Nigeria. For the past two months, um, even let's say total four months, I, know, I only yeah, came no. back for like two days and I was <laughs> gone again. Um, so what was the purpose of you being in Nigeria? Well, basically, my husband went on a reality TV show, Big Brother Niger, which is like the biggest reality TV show in Africa. Yeah, um, arguably, yeah. He became he was runner up, and um, from that, mate, he's a, he is a rock star, superstar <laughs> in Nigeria. We go out and about in Nigeria and some places my husband can't go. Um, and then I have to go instead, but they still recognise me. Mike's of wife, course. Mike's wife, you know. Um, it's like pictures, people have their phones out, mm-hmm. you know, like we're at dinner and people want to come and talk to us. I mean, I mean I've had my start in the UK, but you see out there in Nigeria, listen. Levels. Listen, <laughs> it, it, it is a madness. So, you know, um, I believe I'll be back on fourth. From the UK Good. and Nigeria. Because we miss you, do you know what I mean? I mean, Nigeria is amazing because I am like Nigeria myself. Right now, I'm saying I'm happy. I'm happy where I am. Would you say after everything that you've experienced, you know, we've talked through a lot, the highs and lows, um, you know, finding the hidden greatness, um, harnessing that greatness, would you say this is the happiest you've been for yeah. a long time? I got married in, in May. Of course. Tell us quickly about the marriage. Oh, my beautiful wedding. Because after everything as well that you went through, after you were injured in 2013. Yeah. I made a comeback in 2017. So I got my silver medal at the uh, World Championships in London. The Power 4x4 really. So that was lovely. 
And then um, I got injured again in 2018. Um, and in 2019, I got married. Um, and you met Mike, your husband, whilst you were injured as well? Yes, I did. Um, mate, my life has been a bit crazy when I think about there it. There you I, go, I was my, waiting for you to get to My that. life has been crazy. <laughs> you know, I have had ups and downs, but right now it's just like, another experience that I'm that I'm going through with my husband and uh, I smile it's quite it's funny mm-hmm. it's so funny you know he's this Nigerian superstar you know and yeah I'm a, I'm a wife now that's mad saying I have a husband I got that, that took a long while that while for me to get used to you know that Annika <laughs> Well, you like, kept saying it though on your wedding day. I remember you kept saying, uh, "Husband, yeah, because my I listen, husband." Things, I like, things are about to change now. I've got to make sure I can say it. Like, yeah, yeah, no man. After all that I've been through, I think I smile as well and enjoy every moment because I've had I've had some dark places. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But no, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying. I, for one, I'm extremely happy for you and everything that you've been through and no one deserves happiness more than you thank you Annika. thank you for coming on the hidden greatness podcast where can people follow you where can the fans so you can you? find me on instagram i love instagram story i'm on so it's psd and then twitter you find me at shakes oh don't worry youtube channel will be coming out soon because i've got a lot of content but i just ain't put it out there yeah <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> well, we are ready. I'm ready. I want to be able to follow you like everyone else. Um, you've been a massive, massive character in the sport. I know even people uh, will ask me, even when you were out for all those years you were out, you know, you, we've got, you know, massive fans in the UK and they would be like, um, Petty's not running, but have you have you seen or heard from her lately? So even when you were out, like, you'd still get people yeah. ask. How, you know how, you know, track and field fans, like, yeah. they proper, proper yeah. follow you, like, proper nerds but it's good it's good we and we appreciate each and every one of you so so shout out to every one of you and thank you petty shake straighten for coming on the thank hidden you, greatness Anna. podcast thank you for having me bye <laughs> thank you for listening don't forget to rate subscribe and like tell a friend to tell a friend about hidden greatness which is available on all streaming platforms catch you on the next episode bye